You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hello, I am Marcia Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News at Lone Star Community Radio. And it is FM 104.5, 106.1, live streaming IRLoneStar.com. Today we're going to talk about wine. Uh, so my guests today are going to talk about, uh, well, the first guest has his own winery, Ferment. He has a family-owned vineyard and winery in New Waverly with hands-on winemaking from harvest to bottle, and that is Golden Oak Micro Cellar. And I am here with Alex Bader. And uh, he will be my first guest. The second guest will be Mike and Kathy Rape. And they have fermented wine made from honey, supplemented with fruit, spices, and hops. And they are in downtown Conroe, the firm Meadery. So before we get to them, this show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic and Team Sinisi Real Estate. Roger Stein Chiropractics is located at 3033 West Davis by Conroe High School in Taco Bell. They serve everyone from infants to seniors, weekend athletes to professional, focusing a natural, holistic approach to relieving pain and achieving optimal health. So you can, if you're a new, if you have never been there and you're a new patient, it only costs $25 and they give that whole $25 back to CASA to help kids that are in uh, CPS custody. So go by and see Roger Stein Chiropractic. She has four different physicians there and uh, they are ready and willing to help you out. 3033 West Davis. Team Sinisi Real Estate Group. We all know what real estate's doing right now. It is hot, hot, hot. Interest rates are low, but it's going to be going up. So if you are ready to sell your home, invest in real estate, or buy a new home, Team Sinisi, 281-507-9777. Team Sinisi, because it's an easy name to remember. So uh, what's going on around us in downtown Conroe? Matilda. Matilda started Labor Day weekend and goes through September 19th. Family fun. Everybody at the Owen Theater brought to you by the Players Theater Company. It's about Matilda, a little girl that's witty, smart, and she has some kind of psychokinetic powers. She has uh, parents that aren't so nice to her, but she's loved by her school teacher, Mrs. Honey. And it talks about the adventures they have together. And, uh, you know, she does have a few obstacles in her way, Matilda does, with Miss Trunchbull, who hates children. And she is the headmistress there at the school. But it'll be a lot of fun. And the interesting thing is it's all done with a British accent. So go by and see that at the OwenTheater.com. You can get your tickets. Also, starting Friday, is Steel Magnolias at the Owen Theater. We all know that great story of Steel Magnolias, of six women uh, called Magnolias, very fondly, and they all gather at Truvy's Beauty Salon in Louisiana. And they they chat, they criticize, they comfort each other. And uh, so go by and get tickets for that. Steel Magnolias starts September 10th through September 26th, org to go see that also in downtown Conroe. 
September 11th. That is coming up. That is a Saturday. That is the 20-year 20 20-year 20 anniversary of the strike on our country. And we all remember where we were at that time 20 years ago. We can remember that moment. So the Montgomery County Veterans Memorial Park will have a remembrance of the 20 years since the terrorist attacks on September 11th, 2011, starting at 8.15 in the morning. And that will be at the park uh, at Freedom Drive, right before you get off the feeder road, right by the Memorial Library. You can park in their parking lot, and uh, you will see it before you get to 105 off of 45. So it's going to be a time to reflect on the fallen firefighters, law enforcement, pilots, flight attendants, doctors, nurses, military personnel, and civilians. And uh, the first responder flag will be lowered in honor of that. And there will be a closing prayer by Judge Wayne Mack. So if you get a chance, come by. It will start gathering um, 8, 8.15-ish and should be done by 9. And when that ends, from 9 to noon, uh, Kids Fish will be happening over at the Carl Barton Jr. Park. That's free for kids, uh, six, of course, they're not necessarily kids, but, you know, youth 16 and under, they supply the fishing poles and the bait, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Carl Barton Jr. Park, it's put on by the city of Conroe, and it helps get youth connected with the sport of fishing. So um, should be good weather, so go out there on September 11th. And you can get your tickets now for the Sunday Fun Day Stroll in downtown Conroe to benefit Bridgewood Farms on Sunday, September 19th from 2 to 5. Uh, that should be a lot of fun, and it will include tastings at several of the uh, local places downtown. It will include the Firm Meadery, the Corner Pub, the Red Brick Tavern, 202 Main, and Blue, Blue Epiphany Winery. Vernell's New Orleans Bakery is hosting a cake tasting. Branding Iron Custom Goods will have a wine pool. And Brownlee Jewelers will be the venue host for a silent auction with items made from the clients. Bridgewood Firms is the oldest nonprofit in Montgomery County, established in 1967 as a nonprofit to serve special needs adults. The, per the tickets are can maybe purchased for $50 at bridgewoodfarms.org, and it includes uh, two tastings at each venue, and at 202 Main, they will be doing their craft cocktail tasting. We will also have a couple of food trucks out there. So again, this is Sunday, September 19th, because we all want to just have fun on Sunday and relax. So from 2 to 5 p.m., bridgewoodfarms.org. So we are going to take a quick break, and uh, this is, again, sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic and Team Sinisi. We'll be right back. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S. S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. 
Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Hey, y'all. It's DJ Mike from Dan Simon, Texas. Join me Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. as I count down the top 10 Texas Red Dirt songs that are packing the dance floor. I'll be featuring local artists and the story behind the hits, shows in the area, as well as new songs that make you want to dance. It's Dance Time in Texas with DJ Mike on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC, Conroe, Texas, or online, IRLoneStar.com. Hello, and we are back today. I am your host, Margie Taylor, Conroe Culture News, live streaming IRLoneStar.com, Facebook Live, Conroe Culture News. We're talking about wine today. I mean, what a great topic, right? So we have a couple of uh, entrepreneurs who have started their own wine business, and the first one today is Alex Bader, and him and his wife, Catherine, started a business in New Waverly. Howdy. Yes, uh, Golden you. Oak Microseller. That's right. Yeah, thank you for being here. Appreciate that. I want to hear all about that. So... Happy to. Yeah. How did... Why? How, when, why all of that? How did you get started and why did you get started? Yeah, so the why is probably a pretty easy answer to, to this question because it just happened, literally. Um, it happened actually through um, a winemaking book and then later a more in-depth, um, con continued winemaking book also. And that just ignited my fire, my passion about wine. So you love wine? I do love wine, and I love the craft of wine. You know, I have always enjoyed, well, you know, as a native Austrian, I, I grew up in, at least in the western part of Austria, there is not much wine growing, or if any, at all. Okay, so this is our beer country, okay? So I That's true. Yeah. So I grew up as a as a diehard beer, beer consumer or beer drinker, and, you know, you mingle in the beer gardens, you know, especially, you know, in summer like this. But as... Um, I guess I transformed more into what re really appealed to me was it's kind of the glamour a bit, you know. So for me, wine has a bit more, a little more snooty, a classic, <laughs> yeah, but more on a positive connotation. Okay? Yes. So it has more of a glamorous or you know a shiny or a classic, very traditional style. It's a bit older than beer making, or quite quite a bit older than. Oh beer yes. Making, as a matter of fact. BC, <laughs> and and I I'm I'm um, an engineer by training and by education, and I just love the idea to get my hands dirty and combine you know good let's say good engineering practices meaning with record keeping, 
analysis, details, lessons learned, all the details, details, exact, yes, <laughs> which are important. Okay? Sure, they are. Yeah, they're boring, but they're important. So you're down to earth down with to all earth. of the information. You're not just the dreamer, yep. but you're about the details and how you can make this happen. Yes, that's one part of it. The other yes. part is, in my opinion, the craft. You know, and the craft is just absolutely yeah, enticing to me, you know? So that, well, I love to experiment, you know, and that's still our advantage for um, our operation, our small operation, because we are small. So, you know, the risk is fairly, fairly low in terms of, or the consequences are fairly low in, in the case, you know? So we are rolling with experiment, experiments and we are trying to, you know, implement a bit, you know, new, um, fermentation practices or with different changes with different kinds of ye you're willing yeast, to try different things to see We're how to it works and blends and yeah. so it's liberating it's essentially liberating and you can pull I like your whole that liberating passion. you can you put your whole passion into the craft right. without you know being followed necessarily by a business plan let's say you know or you know meeting certain financial you know goals or numbers also you know? so the boundaries are not defined you can jump outside the boundaries and learn and grow and we are be immersed to. in it yes absolutely okay that's what i hear you saying mm -hmm. that it's just a lot of fun mm -hmm. you know to do that so not you, always though there are moments, uh, no i get that right but, no uh, i definitely get that but in total, yes, absolutely, yeah. So you're in New Waverly, mm -hmm. and you're on 13 acres. That's Why correct. New Waverly? Um, so that's... I How did you come upon New Waverly? Yeah, so that, when we went, so we always wanted a, a, a weekend place. So our residence is in the woodlands, so our kids have, was, are born in the woodlands. They are now teenagers, uh, 14 and uh, uh, <laughs> 17 years old. And uh, eight years ago, we wanted to find, get out of the city and um, just enjoy, you know, backcountry life and experience that also because, I mean, my wife, number one, she is a city person. Okay, so she grew up in Shanghai, which has, I think, three times more um, oh, wow. people than my whole it's native country It's a different culture, has, yes. Okay? And, well, I did grow up in a mountain area, but still city life, essentially, huh. even though it was in a smaller scale. So nevertheless, so we were really intrigued. Okay, we, we came to Texas um, 18 years ago. Um, we fell in love with the culture of Texas. So now we wanted to experience the countryside of Texas because we didn't we didn't know much about it. I mean, my wife is still working um, 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 as a consultant, you know, for, for corporate America. And so did I for a long time. So we wanted to get out and e explore nature and experience nature. So that's why we found new, the place in New Waverly after I think they looked maybe about two dozen of places really out there in the country mm -hmm. and as soon as we drove into the driveway into the property I mean real estate decisions I suppose are not only um, 
logical decisions, but also emotional decisions. Sure. So, it's a feeling. So the heart was pounding, essentially. Sure. Okay, so. It this just place, felt right. This, it felt right, exactly. Emotionally, uh -huh. it just felt absolute. It felt home, and uh, we just loved it. And uh, it was posted on the market. I think it was the second day when it came out. Wow. And, and so you we, jumped on it? And we jumped on it. We did jump Sometimes on it. Sometimes you have to do that. Yeah, we jumped on it, yeah. You just got to take a risk. I mean, we looked at it. Can we afford it? And uh, what do we want to do with it? And, uh, and I mean, for us also, it was a stepping stone, too. So we were never landowners, you know. So for us, you know, that was, I mean, we had no idea in the beginning. What I need a tractor? Why do I need a tractor? I have a, I have a riding mower. Well, you're not getting far with a riding mower, you know, with, with 13 acres. In the meantime, it's a bit different because we are leasing cattle out. You know, uh, um, that's that's a 10-acre lot. And the vineyard essentially is one acre. And that's already plant plenty, right, amongst winemaking. and. I don't know. I don't know how much you need for winemaking. You tell me. Well, come up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I need to come up. So it sounds like it's in a beautiful lace, place. You have a lot of landscaping. You have cattle. You have horses. The neighbors you have, have horses, yes. We don't. Nature. I mean, it's all about just being back to nature and outdoors yeah. is what I'm hearing you say. Yeah. That, I you know, you have the hustle and bustle of the city and the woodlands and yes, all of that. Yes, and you kind of just wanted a place to relax. To relax, yeah. To decompose and uh, look at the stars and... Uh, Look at the sunsets and uh, do some log fires. And, and maybe drink wine. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, how can I forget that? Yes. So uh, you've been interested in wine mm -hmm. and you were reading about it. And now mm -hmm. you've got your hands in it and you're growing uh, vineyards. Yes, that's right. That's right. So what kind of wine do you have? So uh, so if, if you look at the vineyard real quick... Um, we basically have a couple red varietals, uh, which is Merlot mm -hmm. and Syrah. And then we have Blanc du Bois. Basically, half an acre is Blanc du Bois for us. The big advantage with Blanc du Bois is it is um, a very pr regionally proven grape varietal for this area because we have pierce disease here. So it's just the Gulf region, uh, the moisture, so it attracts the uh, glassy sharpshooters, etc. So, and that's a, a disease, it's a bacterial disease, which cannot be cured right now, at least from what I know. I'm not an expert, but what I know as a, as a winemaker, let's mm -hmm. say. Um, now, the Vitis vinifera grapes are not. So we do have Merlot, which is still there. Mm -hmm. Not a single one has died on uh, PS disease. The Syrah is actually doing really well. Now, as of last year, uh, we have doubled the vineyard. Now it is an acre. It's small. But uh, we put in, um, I think, 130 vines, which are called Caminanoa. That is also a lab-developed grape varietal, uh, similarly to the Blanc du Bois, which is a crossing also. What do you like best? So... I mean, I love Blanc du Bois for multiple reasons. Um, I think Blanc du Bois is a bit undervalued. Um, it still has a lot of growth potential, and uh, not only as a grape and as a fruit, but also from winemaking practices too. And in terms of our whites, we actually specialize in Blanc du Bois, which essentially is part of our identity because it is the local grape. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it is wild. Makes planted. sense. 
It's widely planted in South Texas, Southeast Texas. Hack jumped on it, I mean, I think three decades ago or maybe even more. Um, the grape came out, I think, in the 70s. Um, um, Caminanua I'm really excited about because here in Texas, we just don't know yet. So it was released last year from UC Davis, and uh, they did have some bench trials in California, but Texas, Terra is different. So we are going through the second leaf right now. We did have grapes, but not for harvest. I mean, it's just too tiny, and you shouldn't regardless. But uh, we'll see what, what door that opens. Um, so you're trying very, things very, out. So you had um, your first bottling, was it? 2016 is that when you first started out yeah so we formed we formed our company in 2016 that's correct um but essentially we didn't we didn't sell until we opened our tasting room which was october of last year i thought it was pretty recent it was yes so yeah. now you're you're getting out yeah. and you're involved and i noticed that uh, you and also have some really interesting wines um you have a peach nectarine i mean you've got a lot of different flavors that yeah. uh i'm sure you're going to be tasting yeah so the, so the, <laughs> you're smiling so I'm tell me why you're smiling, smiling. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the peach and the peach nectarine is actually an accident and oh yeah that's why you're laughing <laughs> yeah but the accident introduced by my wife okay so my wife she has a sweet palate yeah. Right? And I have a dry palate. Right. Okay? So, I mean, literally. That's how my know, husband and I are. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. This relationship is a yin and yang relationship. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, but um, we have friends of ours. They are German natives. They are retired in the meantime, but they settled a long time ago in outside of Paris, uh, Texas, up north. Mm-hmm. And uh, he introduced us with with his own homemade peach wine and it was something that we have never tried before and we have never experienced before which it's a dessert wine it's a very sweet dessert wine mm -hmm. okay. like a sherry or something yeah or even a, even a port but it's not comparable to a port because a completely different wine yeah. making practice and it's fruit okay and not grape um, so my wife fell in love, and she basically she gave me she essentially gave me an executive order. Well, you gotta make this. Okay. And, okay. Yeah, and uh, and uh, yeah, and and so it is. And and they allowed us to do that actually, and we call it bad trees. So the peach is we label the peach as the fancy full name is Beatrice. I which, saw that. Which is the wife of the of the peach, of the actually, to me, the original, in that style, the original peach winemaker, yeah, who is Jochen Kessel. Out of, Very nice. Yeah. So it's been going along since October. So you're like mm -hmm. a baby. You're in your infancy, right? I mean, you will almost be a year old. Yeah, I don't, I don't look like a baby, do I? No, but I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, starting up and then getting it going. Yeah. And so you do uh, wine tasting out there, right? Yes. Yeah. So I think we were really lucky for, in terms of timing, and I guess luck really plays a big role with it. So I guess we were really lucky in terms of timing and by acquiring the, the property up there. Because, I mean, as we know, you know, there's a lot of expansion up north between the woodlands or spring and up to Huntsville, essentially. So we were really fortunate, you know, 
Everybody wants to, to live in the country. To, yes, <laughs> yes. And there is new concepts. And you still live in, in the, the woodlands, country. right? We still do live okay. in the woodlands because our, our teenagers go to, they go to school. school and, right. and they just love and well, we enjoy it too. Um, but uh, the secondly, I think we were lucky also in terms of timing our new facility. So, so in two years ago, in 2019, uh, we started building uh, a metal barn, um, insulated, which houses our winery, um, our aging room, and our tasting area, basically, which we completed just at the time when, yeah, un unfortunate time when the pandemic really started to substantially you know, swamp, swamp, the, swamp the country in the last year. Because now, you know, with all this inflation going on, I don't even know if we could have afforded it, you know? Sure. Um, so we did open in October, and uh, it has been a, an exciting journey for us, you know? And so you're still having fun? We're still having fun. You're still, still exploring, trying new things. We're still exploring. We still have a lot of ideas. We still have a lot of home improvements to do. Um, so so we, it's exciting. It, it is exciting. Absolutely. It actually makes me get up early in the morning, believe it or not. So let's yeah. talk about some of the events that you're involved in uh, away in the community and then some of the events that you have at your property. Happy to. Mm -hmm. So what's what's coming up first? Okay. So, um, I mean, if you go on our, our homepage, for example, uh, we, we have a... Which is Golden Oak Microseller, right? No. Oh. Mo yes. GoldenOakMicroseller.com. Yes, ma'am. GoldenOakMicroseller.com. So, you, you, you go on the winery events page, where we essentially list everything out until end of September. In the meantime, we are working on um, the last period of the year also. Um, so, what's coming up within... Yeah, this... The upcoming six weeks now really is uh, we have been very blessed and fortunate to work with uh, great partners. Um, we have a brunch that we roll out on a uh, bi-weekly uh, schedule. Mm -hmm. The next uh, brunch is coming up um, September 11th mm -hmm. and then two weeks from, from them also. So tell me about the brunch. That's 10 to 1 and what do you serve? So uh, we are partnering with uh, Angie's uh, Choice Catering out of Willis and they are just phenomenal in terms of you know bringing their kitchen to the venue. Okay, and that's what they have perfected. You know, they do, they cater weddings, etc., uh, big events too. And uh, they bring the chefs out there and uh, they create uh, custom made omelets with all the ingredients that you would like, you know, mushrooms. Right onions, there on the spot for right you? Right there okay. on the spot and fresh. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, we have basically two course. If you want to call a breakfast a two course meal, then you got to start with the omelets. People come in, they want to have the mimosa first. We offer a, <laughs> a signature mimosa, uh, which is a wine-based mimosa. I was thinking, yes. So we'll do Beatrice. Yes. Okay, so we do peach yes, wine. Yes, that makes sense. Makes sense, right? Yes, so absolutely. So we want to we have it a bit sweet. So we do uh, peach wine with Blanc du Bois right here. And there which it is. is. Dry, which mm -hmm. is dry. Um, and the rest is just standard, right? So... OJ, um, a bit Sprite, um, lemon juice a bit, and then we bubble it up. So it's very we sweet. Just, we just make it on the spot, and mm -hmm. uh, and that's that's our first first serve, and then we'll do 
Belgian waffles with um, berry toppings, basically. Oh. And since it's still fairly hot, well, it is not fair, it's very hot, but hopefully in <laughs> September it's going to get a bit better. Oh, you never know. We, <laughs> yeah. We, you never know. You never right. know. Uh, we are serving dry rosé wine, so which we, we feel, you know, is, is, is a good... It pairs well, but also it's... It complements the mimosa as well. So it has kind of the same style of wine, in my opinion. So when you come to the brunch, can you just show yeah. up or do you have to make reservations? How does that work? Yeah, so um, you, we ask people to buy tickets online. So okay, this so is that you know in advance how many are this coming. This is really critical, yeah. That's really critical so that we know. I mean, we always have a bit more, you know, just in case of drop-ins, but it's really important for us. It and helps for planning. Exactly, from a logistical point of view, that uh, please buy the tickets online. Good. Yeah, I mean, you can uh, order as, you know, two or one day before the event even, but preferably no later. A little than bit days, ahead. Yeah, so that. you have that on September 11th mm -hmm. and 25th, mm -hmm. so twice a month you, you yes. generally do that. Yes. From 10 mm -hmm. to 1. Mm -hmm. um, and Do you give a tour of the winery while they're there? Um so we offer we always offer tours because most of the time especially on saturdays uh, my wife and or myself we're gonna we're gonna be up there and we're happy to host so so tours go you know on a on a on a request basis essentially all the time you okay know, certainly on, on on saturdays we can do binary tours we can do a vineyard tour now the next event that we are that we're having is basically to uh we haven't set up anything for Sundays yet, so we came out with an eat after church uh, 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 lunch luncheon, mm -hmm. which essentially is a, pull, a pulled beef sandwich, and uh, no tickets needed. So the so it's informal. Just it's show informal. Up. The the sandwich is free, and uh, if you want to compliment it with a glass of wine, you know that's fantastic. You know we're trying to time it. Yeah, essentially, obviously lunch period, but also church period. Yeah. It's a relaxing way to unwind mm -hmm. in, on the Sunday mm -hmm. afternoon, have a little bite to eat, have yes, a glass of wine, yes, enjoy yeah. your venue yeah. in the vineyards, that kind of thing. Yeah. That sounds nice. So you also have a full moon stroll, mm -hmm. and that's on September 20th, because it's a full moon? <laughs> If science is, is not wrong, it is September 20th, yes. Okay. Uh, and uh, we actually, So that's a Monday. And that's a Monday, yeah. So absolutely. it's a Monday. Yeah. So full moon Monday. It's a full moon Monday. <laughs> yeah, it does not fall on Sunday. So, I mean, that's unusual. Who that has events unusual. on Mondays? That's absolutely unusual. So Mondays of No competition. <laughs> Mondays? No. Well, probably not. Well, yeah, you, you never know. You never know. But, um, yeah, it is a Monday, but it is, I think, reasonable hours, too. So we open in the doors at 7 o'clock. Again, it's all casual, you know, drop-ins, welcome. We're going to be there. Uh, we're certainly going to do the stroll because I personally love to stroll the vineyard exactly at the With a glass of wine? With a glass of wine. Of yeah. course. Yeah. And uh, so I think around 7.20 or 7.30-ish, we should have sunset. And then yeah, 10 it's minutes getting earlier later, and earlier. So, yeah, exactly. 10, 15 minutes later, we're gonna have the moonrise. So um, I'm, I'm excited Just about nice, that. Just a nice evening. And on top of that, September 21st is actually a uh, Chinese moon festival. So it coincides, you know, okay. with, 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 with that 
Yeah. I like that. We need to get tradition, that out. With that tradition also. So I think my wife wants to do a surprise. So we'll see. We'll see what that means. So maybe this has, could be a trend to do a full seen. moon stroll. It could be, yeah. It could it be. Could be yeah. So it's something innovative. Nobody's doing that. So that's really great. So you're also Appreciate participating it. in the Montgomery Wine Fest. Yes. Uh-huh. So that's getting started pretty quickly. It's around the corner. September 18th, Saturday. September 18th, Saturday. Old Montgomery. Yes, coming up. Absolutely. Yeah. No, we are. And they haven't had this, but they usually get a lot of people. I mean, they have had it, but they didn't have it last year. Yeah. This is a big event. Yeah, we are very excited about this. This is your first big event, right? This is our, yeah, this is probably, this is the biggest event that we are going this year. Absolutely. And uh, we have been there as consumers you know, years ago. and So you know what it feels like. I know what it feels like here on the other <laughs> side of the fence, you know. And, uh, As a spectator sport. And we are very thankful <laughs> also that we that we are participating, yeah. And uh, I think it's going to be, I mean, it has always been organized extremely well. And uh, yeah, it has attracted a lot of people from, I mean, the greater Houston area. So... We're excited to be part of that, absolutely. And uh, well, that's great. We'll, we will have we will well we will have whites and reds, um, but we also will bring um, uh, samples of the peach wine too. So, can they also buy wine there? Or is it just sampling? They can buy wine there as well. Yes, absolutely. Bottles of wine. Bottles of yeah, for to okay. go. Yes. Okay. Yes, they can they can do that. Mm-hmm. Nice. We should, that should help you a lot. And then you'll have your little flyers and things out to tell them about all the other events. And yes. you can tell them about the full moon stroll just in time. Uh-huh. Good point. See? Absolutely. It's right around PR, the corner. PR, that's all. That, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, okay. That's, that's, that's smart brain, what my kids would say. To so you can learn more about this by going to their Facebook page, Golden Oak Microseller. And to be consistent goldenoakmicrocellar.com and you could google them and find them pretty easily too and uh, what else else? anything else Alex what did I miss yeah so uh, what I would like to mention real quick if I still have time oh yes you have time okay appreciate that so we have started rolling out a program that we call orchestral tasting analysis and we have started rolling this out in our tasting room and uh, actually as a matter of fact at the at the Gemmins Ball as well um, yeah it's a program called orchestra tasting analysis where essentially the concept of this program is that you describe the flavor of a wine based of musical instruments and specifically um, string instruments and wind, wind wood instruments. So if you grab a bottle, let's say right here, the Blanc du Bois, okay, so the, the tasting analysis and the description, the flavor description um, in our wine w- menu would tell you, okay, it's green apple, maybe a little bit yellow apple, um, it's crisp, it's fresh, um, it uh, maybe a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit uh, lemon, and uh, but it's very fruit forward. Okay, typical summer wine, dry. All right. Now, how do you translate that now into a musical yes, as- ensemble? Okay, mm-hmm. with using players like 
they use string instruments or windwood instruments. Well, so we identified a key, okay? So in that example with the Blanc du Bois, green apple, for us, on our key associates with the violin. Why the violin? Because the violin also is mostly melody or almost exclusively, I would almost say, uh, hmm. uh, melody, not harmony. It's crisp, it's higher pitch, it's faster speed, faster pace, okay? That's where the violin goes in. Now, you may find here also a bit of a red apple, all right? So the red apple is the next nuance down, which is the viola, all right? So it's still partly melody, part, well, mostly probably harmony, yeah? But it still keeps up the pace, you know? Maybe less, maybe lower in pitch, let's say. So when you, we offer those uh, bottle color packs now in our wine tasting room. So when you buy, so I brought an example, that's our rosé wine, okay, which we call Seta Rosa, all right? So what you see here on, on this color tag here is a uh, viola, um, a violin, and uh, a piano, okay? And that, again, now resembles the flavor profiles of our Seta Rosa, all right? Now, this is an interesting concept because ultimately what we want to create is we want to create musical harmony, right? So it is really important for wine to be in harmony. Everybody talks about a balanced wine. And if you talk to sommeliers, and I'm not a sommelier, okay, but it's important that the wine is balanced, right? Now, an ensemble needs to be balanced also, right? So that would be now a trio, an ensemble with three players. And uh, it has uh, QR codes on the backside. Interesting. And if you grab your smart smartphone and uh, you grab your camera and you pull up the left one, then it is basically pulls you up to our website uh, that explains the background of orchestral tasting analysis, but also gives you the key or the legend to it, so which creates the structure around it. If you go on the second or the right QR code, it connects you to a Golden Oak playlist that basically ties in to independent artists. So we're not taking credit of any of the artists' work. Okay, it's, it's their work, but it gives you a playlist that represents now that ensemble that is playing to that particular That's a lot of work. Part. That's a lot of work for you. It's, it's a lot of fun <laughs> but work. But it's interesting. It's a lot of fun work. Yeah. That's a whole yeah. different way of looking at things. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and I have kids that play. You know, one plays in orchestra, one used oh. to play in a band. So I had, I had some... I had some. You kind of just went off some, on that. I had some support. I had some support. Yeah. Interesting. Because I could talk about the wine, and uh, my older daughter could talk more about, well, no, you cannot use the harp for that. You know, you gotta use the bassoon for that. That makes more sense. No? Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Thank you very much. See, now you need to have uh, the orchestra out there to play with your wine. Uh, yes. Uh -huh. We can talk about that later. Yeah, that takes. Take, yeah, we can talk about this maybe next. Well, years later, probably. So, so I'm told uh, we have a few minutes to wrap this up. Uh -huh. So again, uh, you are Alex Bader with Golden Oak Microcellar Wines, and you are in New Waverly. You can go to the website. They can go to Montgomery Wine Fest and taste your wine 
and other wines, but they need to come to your booth and yeah, try it out. out. No, Hansel is rolling out. The fair on the square. No, that's another big one. Well, that's, that's good. So, and I'm assuming on your Facebook page, you will post that you're at these events. So if somebody wanted to find out and, and go and taste the wines, of course, they can come out there to your mm-hmm. brunch at the winery, September 11th and 25th. Mm-hmm. And if they go RSVP, then you would like them to do that. Mm-hmm. Or the Full Moon Stroll, which will be just right after the Montgomery Wine Fest for a full moon. And get a glass of wine, stroll, uh, stroll through the winery. So this is fantastic. And I learned a lot more. And what's not on the website more. yet, yes? Yes. Uh, we, are, we are coming up with music also. So music is going to be then October, November, maybe December also. So we really want to use the golden months, you know, for a fantastic you know winery experience so we are working with the uh, sarah kelly music school out of the woodlands and uh, very nice bring bring new talent you know bring new gifted talent out uh to the winery uh, lots of great ideas thank you that's what you do as an entrepreneur right you're always thinking you're always, thinking. always uh, breaking the boundaries always trying thinking. new things yeah. and with wine yeah. why not yeah, that's, <laughs> so that's why meditation is so important i think Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, and we appreciate you coming out. Show me the wine bottle again so everybody can see it. There it is. Blanc de Bois. So uh, try it out. Get out. Get out of your comfort zone. Try something new, right? Thank you. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at teamsinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is a nonprofit organization serving Montgomery County and surrounding areas dedicated to the health and well-being of the boxer breed. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is run and managed 100% by volunteers since 1999. Our main objective is to rescue, rehabilitate, and rehome boxers that come to us from any sources, including local animal shelters, owner surrenders, and strays. For more information about Lone Star Boxer Rescue, visit our website at lsbr.org. Hello, I'm Margie Taylor, your host, continuing our story about winemakers, entrepreneurs, and uh, those that are totally excited about wine, wine as the experts, right, Mike and Kathy Ray? 
So they are at the Firm Meadery in downtown Conroe, uh, and they have fermented wine. So what is fermented wine? Well, first of all, thank you for having us on. And uh, we certainly appreciate the opportunity to be here, and uh, hopefully the experts will join us soon. Right now, it's just Kathy and I. Okay. All right. So Just play with it. Yeah, we'll just go with it. We'll we'll make some stuff up. Okay, that's that's fine. Okay, so what is mead? Mead is the oldest fermented beverage known to man. Not a lot of people know that. Some people think that wine is. Some people think that beer is. However, mead is uh, the oldest fermented beverage known to man, and essentially... Uh, we are a winery. We are a winery just like BE, just like Bernhardt, just like all the others that you know and love, except our primary fermentable sugar is honey, whereas your typical winery is grapes. So that's what meat is. It's fermented honey. You know, when you talk about fermented wine and mead wine, I think of Renaissance. I think mm-hmm. of the Renaissance Festival. I think of um, that era a lot because they, mm-hmm. they drank a lot of the... Um, fermented yeah they do yeah Yeah, that's kind of what comes to mind for some reason so it's it's been a little bit pigeonholed as a medieval only and a particular style and that's that was one of my motivations for wanting to experiment and learn about it is because as it turns out that's just one small thing that it can do and um, because with mead, as a, uh, it's a little bit different from grape juice because you just put your grape juice in the fermenter and it's, you know, whatever concentration it is, that's the percentage of alcohol it makes. But with honey, you're diluting with the honey in the water. And depending on how much water you put with the honey, you have complete control over how much alcohol you're making. So you can make lower alcohol beverages, which, which are, you know, kind of new and up and coming. They're called session meads. We call them draft meads in the tap room. And we're making I was you know, wondering six, what that meant. six yeah. or seven percent or lower. You know, they're uh-huh. they're under seven percent, uh, a little bit lighter, carbonated, like you know, you could do with like spritzers and beer it's styles. It's like a summer and, type wine, yeah, right? Yeah, lighter, just like the beer people yeah. do their light beer, right? And you summer. can make them sweet, you can make them okay. dry. There's just such a broad spectrum, and so then, it's kind of fun. You get to play with it, right? The, mm-hmm. At the yeah. at the Renaissance Festival, and you know, that's where a lot of people have had their first experience with meat or more likely their only experience and Uh so you know it's a very sweet wine style typically and but again you can make it sweet or you can make it dry Um, in the middle ages they did a lot of like florals and and spices they basically made what we're calling methaglins in the mead world Um, but that's just one little small um, genre of mead and mead has lots of different flavors and possibilities well and you all have a lot of fun with it i mean you have a lot of different flavors i mean from different fruits and blackberries raspberries peaches to jalapenos which make mm -hmm, it like a culinary little spicy apple pie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i saw that one that one looks pretty good we finally got it in the bottle last weekend so it's uh that looks for everyone that has been uh yeah if you've been on the waiting list for apple pie now's the time now's the time so i think i've tasted the earl gray And I really like that. I don't know why, but I did. But uh, I need to come in there and taste some more. So you are in downtown Conroe on uh, Simonton. Yeah, 225 Simonton Street, downtown Conroe, right across from the courthouse. And uh, two doors down from the up-and-coming Burgers and Steakhouse. Burger and Bordeaux. I, I mm-hmm. think that they're That's changing it. their Are they calling Burger and Steakhouse? Uh, uh, burger or well, Bordeaux. News. No, it's Bordeaux and steak, something like that. But, uh, yeah, we're excited about them coming. In the Whatever they are. Whatever I, they I are, know yeah. the chef, yes. Yeah. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be good yeah. When, yeah. whenever they open. So that will be a good uh, partnership. So mm-hmm. how did you get started on this? Because I know you all have done different things, right? You come bringing your own experiences of 
doing things in the work world. Now, how do we get started making mead or how all of it? To, all so, of it. How did yeah, you get started? I, I, I'll kind of start on the, the how we came to, to mead making. Of course, Kathy and I have been making wine at home for years. And it's been kind of a passion of ours and, you know, where we can develop the taste of the wine or the final taste more to our liking and play with that. So I was on a, uh, a work trip in Savannah, Georgia um, years ago and we had the opportunity to take Kathy with me. And we went to this place called the Savannah Bee Company. And it is a, an exotic varietal honey store where they have everything from orange blossom to um, uh, lahua to uh, just many different varietals of honey. And we did a honey tasting. And when we were done with that, the lady goes, would you like to do a mead tasting? Well, I have never heard of mead. Kathy has heard of mead through medieval uh, literature and ancient literature and such. And I asked her what it was. And she goes, well, well it's fermented honey. And, of course, my, my winemaking mind is spinning going, it's fermented? alcohol heck yeah we'll do a tasting so that's all it took for us and 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 we fell in love with it mm -hmm. we just kind of fell in love with the the avenues it could go and the, the directions we could make it and so that's where our mead making career really began was uh at savannah bee company and how long ago was that six seven years ago something like roughly that, yeah. yeah okay seems like forever in a day so you played with it we did we did and of course that was uh the mead we had there was 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 sweet it, the, a lot of dessert style i think that that we we there was an apple pie there or some other cheesecake style which you now meat, have which we <laughs> now have foster right banana <laughs> foster oh wow a very desserty decadent uh -huh. yeah. meads so we started doing some research and we found that most of the mead that was that we was available to us was all sweet and she and i are dry wine drinkers dry wine makers so so we set out to start making our own mead based off of our winemaking experience, mm -hmm. and thus it began. And we typically made mostly mostly dry meads. So how long have you been downtown? Last year, wasn't it last year? We opened in March, mid-March. Mm -hmm. So we're about six months old. Yeah. So was yeah. that a little scary, opening during COVID? A bit. <laughs> yeah. Totally. yeah. But and you persevered, and you moved on, and you've had right. some good attendance in there. Right, and, and COVID was sort of the, the trigger for us to move in that direction because we have live event businesses. That was our, our bread and butter businesses uh, were suffering from COVID, uh, I guess, basically a coma. Not a lot of live event business to be had. No. And we had been toying with the idea of doing a meadery, and we were thinking, well, at least they can serve to go during COVID, you know, whereas well, live events are just you gone. To reinvent things. And so, you know, yes. we ended up with a, a year on our hands just about to to move in this direction so so what yeah. kind of live events did you do before um event event production so oh you did okay yeah. so uh, okay. one of my companies is called audiovisual professional group and uh, we do live events corporate events concerts are you still doing that uh yes to a degree to a degree okay. to a degree uh that company as a matter of fact it just sold to a company called conference technologies inc out of missouri oh, you sure so, yep that's what the shirt <laughs> says so uh excited about that uh it makes our family much bigger so we're, mm -hmm. we're a stronger company today but uh, the other company outside of that, which was born from AVPG, was a company called Three Phase Rentals, and we do power distribution, temperature control for events. Uh, uh, we've done disaster relief work. We, uh, but our primary uh, avenue in Three Phase Rentals is power distribution for events like the Catfish Festival. So we we do Big all events. the power distribution for Catfish Festival, that. Lone Star Rally, MS One Hundred and Fifty. 
So lots and lots large of events. large events, right. So you have the Fern Meadery, and uh, you've been expanding. You have live entertainment mm-hmm. Friday and mm-hmm. Saturday Friday nights. Friday at the very least. Because right. I know I've been posting mm-hmm. that in my yeah, uh, weekly so article. Yeah. Um, I don't always know who it is ahead mm-hmm. of time because i got to write this, you know, a little bit out. But you do have that, and uh, they come in and play while they can uh, do you do wine tasting, and you have a charcuterie board. Did I even pronounce that? Charcuterie, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes, whatever. Lunchables for grown-ups. <laughs> yeah. I saw that meme. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, lots of fun. Um, you've had some good publicity about it as well, and I know you've been in the media for the different things that y'all are doing. We have been, and we're, and we're, we're so grateful for all of that. Business is growing, right? Mm-hmm. It is. It is. You know, we... We, we never fully expected to to launch out of the gate the way that we did. Number one, I think two weeks prior to our, our opening, the governor rescinded all of the uh, the mandates and let businesses open. So we were like, thank you, Lord Jesus, for that. So we were, were super thankful for that. And it just went nuts after that. It seemed like every Friday and Saturday we were People were full. waiting. I it, was seeing it, was, it yeah. on Facebook. There was like opening, open, Thursdays open, open, Sundays all that. Didn't miss, but Friday and Saturday. You were the talk. It was a madhouse. And you that, were the talk. That went on until about mid-July. And it started to, to wane since then. But I, I think it has a little bit to do with, with people vacationing in the middle of the summer. It's too hot to do anything. Right. But you are very community yeah. involved. Absolutely. You were part mm-hmm. of the Bears, etc. Um, event they had mm-hmm. and you're going to be at the Montgomery Wine and Wine Music Fest, right? Festival mm-hmm. that they're having on September 18th we are. and then you're going to turn around and be part September 19th the day after the Bridgewood Farms Bridgewood Fun Farms, Day right. Sunday mm-hmm. stroll that we talked about earlier so and probably more events than that that I'm just not aware of yet well we, we hope so Kathy and I are both uh, uh, Conroe pretty much born and bred and, uh, we did you go did, to Conroe High School? We did. Mm-hmm. We, we both went to Conroe High School. Class of 91. Yeah, class, class of 89. 89. So, so we want to be as involved in the community as time allows. And uh, there, there's nothing that we wouldn't consider, and, and we certainly you know, love Conroe, which is why we're in downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we, it's we, growing. It is. It is. It's, but it's yet, a, still has right. that historic charm. It most certainly does. And, People and act like it was just invented. Yeah. I'm like, slow down. <laughs> it's been there a little while. <laughs> we started looking in downtown about a year ago, and there was nothing, absolutely nothing, to be had. Hmm. And Interesting. We were, we were probably this close to going to downtown Montgomery because we had a, a building down there that we had looked at, and then we would go look in Conroe. Nothing. Then go look back at this building. Hey, this is great. Go back to Conroe. Nothing. So we got the least. I think there's a little more traffic in downtown Conroe, isn't there? Foot traffic or so. Yeah, I think so, and it's growing and it's growing. Yes, it is. Fortunately, we we hooked up with Tay Bond and and leased his building. Mm -hmm. It was Mm -hmm. like at the eleventh. He's in a new place on the corner. He is. He is. So it was kind of like the eleventh hour that we that we got this place. And 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 when we signed the contract, again, our hearts were dead set on downtown Conroe, and we found a place and we took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. It was exciting. Right where we wanted to be. But there was BE wasn't there, and we didn't know about BE coming. FOSS mm-hmm. wasn't there. We didn't mm-hmm. know about FOSS coming. Well, we had an idea about Now Foss. it's rolling. And now it's going nuts. And 202, so, they just opened last yeah, year. Yeah. So, I mean, Keith's expansion over there. Oh, is, yeah. He's got stuff going on all the time. It was slow s- for him at yeah. first. It's but be such a neat place to hang out. You can see oh, a yeah. show at the theaters, mm-hmm. have a drink, have a nice meal. Just a really just walk. place to yeah. walk. And, and it is and safe. People yeah. think it's not, but it really it is. is. I've been there all times of the day. Absolutely. And I never 
worry about anything. I mean, there, there's all the restaurants. There's a lot of restaurants yeah. down there. And, and, and there's shopping, too. There is. And here's the cool thing about downtown Conroe. It's more of a, as far as the businesses are concerned, it's a family environment. You yes. go to BE, they'll go, hey, have you been to the firm? You know, you go to 202, hey, have you been to the firm? You come it is to the family. Firm That's why I've say, worked with them since and, uh, and, 2015. Yeah. I've worked with downtown Conroe because yeah. everybody knows each other. Mm-hmm. And we were doing uh, the lockdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, we went out and did videos of all of them and let them tell their yeah. story because we we all care about each other down there. Exactly. I you mean, know? we have people that, that travel to our place from, from Katy, from Pasadena, from Galveston, uh, from Huntsville. And I say, well, why are you here? Well, we love mead. And finally, there's a meadery. And, and I'm like, well. You're unique. Hold on. I appreciate that. But don't forget about the rest of downtown. Well, that's nice. Don't forget about BE and 202. Everybody works together. Well, and you're open Sundays. Mm -hmm. Blue Piffany is not open Sundays. Right. But you can refer business back and forth. Mm -hmm. So, and then they do that. Well, we're not going to be open, but you can go to the firm meadery. Yeah. So, we only have a couple minutes left. I know you have, um, you can get honey flights. Absolutely, and I try, try the, the different, of honey, different different nectar sources. Yes, That's fun. and you can get growlers to go. Absolutely, and tell me about what a growler is in case somebody so doesn't know. A growler is a glass jug. Uh, our growlers are either thirty-two ounce or sixty-four ounce, and you can buy a growler and fill at a discounted rate anything that we have that's a draft meat or a session meat or anything seven percent and below. So, uh, not the high alcohol ones. Right. Not Labeling our, requirements yeah. change when you get over 7% alcohol. So, sending okay. it out the door without this, uh, federal you want to be in compliance. Exactly. We need compliance. That's 12, a big deal. We being can't pour 12, 13%. <laughs> Whatever TABC right. says yeah. is what you got to do. We're going to follow the rules. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so we you, do as much as we can. So you can go to the Firm Meadery on Facebook or thefirmmeadery.com and see what they have going on. You can see all the different uh, levels of mead wine and um, the alcohol content and the different um, varietals of all of that. And just go by and check them out. 225 Simonton. It's an easy walk. I mean, you're right there between uh, Thompson and Main Street. Mm -hmm. Right by the courthouse. Everybody knows where the courthouse is. And it's worth the drive from the Woodlands, right? It's the worth the drive from, from anywhere. From anywhere. From anywhere. Houston, yeah. come on. Come on down. So, anything Start else? Up. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. I think it's uh, pretty well covered, but we would certainly love to, to visit and talk with anybody that's uh, never experienced mead before. I love nothing more than having someone come in and say, I've never had mead. Well, that triggers go. something in me in the, in the education part because that's important to educate people on what meat And you're open every day? Uh, we are open currently Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. Thursday from 4 to 8-ish. Uh, when I say a closing time, it's always ish. We never kick anyone out. Friday is 2 to 9-ish. Saturday is 12, 2 to 9. 12 2 to noon, at Saturday. noon on Saturday. Time on Saturday. And Sunday is 2 to 6. So Friday, Saturday, and Sundays, afternoons, mm-hmm. Thursdays, uh, four to eight ish. Yeah. So yeah. okay. And as we uh, as commerce starts to expand and grow, we'll probably open Adjust. up on Wednesday and uh, just maybe keep Monday and Tuesday closed. Okay. Gotta have a couple. Of well, thank you days. very much, Mike You're and Kathy. Appreciate thank it. Thank you.